I figured this week, um, since Dice Funk Season 7 just wrapped up, we can uh, try to alienate the 16 people who are following this podcast um, with my hot takes. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Um, fuck them. Fuck them all. I'm starting, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm starting to think you. I don't like Dice Funk anymore, <laughs> is a thing I, a conclusion I came to earlier. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm still, and it, it's just, like, it's weird, yeah. because it's like I was, like, one of the founders of this fandom in a lot of ways, and I just don't care. It's like, season seven, I, I thought it ended a week ago, and it actually ended last Sunday, but I, I just, I don't <laughs> give a shit, I haven't given a shit for this entire season about any of the characters or the story, and then at the end, it's just another big bad guy ranting about how he's misunderstood and he's actually the hero here because of his tyrannical bullshit. I, it's like, I don't know. I don't care. Somewhere halfway through the season, Chris's character changed names and I don't even know when or why that happened. It's just all of a sudden they're calling her a different name and it took me a while to catch on that that was the same person. Because I just don't give a shit. But, I mean, and even, like, like the episodes, they all start with these, like, cold open monologues, which, uh, I skipped a lot of them, because it's just weird listening to, like, someone just talk to themselves for five to ten minutes, you know, upwards five to ten minutes, that, I don't know. Like, I think it's just not for me anymore, and I think, like, I came to that conclusion, mostly because earlier today, in the Dice Funk, um chat somebody posted a you know like uh, like a four panel comic and they said something like this is so dice funk uh the the comic is like um panel one is um a dm and a player and the dm is like oh wait look here comes and they're like pointing there's like this big red demon thing it's like tearing down buildings and is you know rising up and the player is like no just stop it stop it already i I get it it's a metaphor for capitalism it's always another metaphor for capitalism it's old i'm tired of it um and then like the third panel is so then there's like a robot skeleton and an ooze monster and all these other metaphor for capitalism monsters and they're all just like Oh man, yeah. Let's get out of here, guys. You know, we gotta we'll find some place where we'll be appreciated. And then the robot skeleton has like a little kid robot skeleton looking up and saying, "Where are we gonna go, Daddy?" And the daddy's like, "I don't know, son. I don't know." <laughs> so I upvoted that. I thought it was funny, but then yeah, yeah. other people in the chat were like, "No, dice funk wouldn't be the same if it wasn't you know these um you know." diatribes against capitalism and you know austin like ranting his political views and stuff and it's like i mean yeah and i think you know if if anything really maybe i'm just annoyed with the fandom more than the show i mean it happens in the show but i mean the show has other things too you know it's got the banter it's got the silliness and if the underpinnings are a big sociopolitical metaphor for something or other it's like whatever i guess you know it's not for me i don't care but it feels like ever since season four the fandom has been all about that um like they just eat up that style of story and it just i don't know i feel distant from dice funk 
just, just brute force metaphors. <laughs> Just, just the I'm not even gonna be subtle. Yeah. This is just how it is. Um, yeah. Type of metaphor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, and I, I'm just now listening to season yeah. six, so I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so. like, like, and also, you know, like a lot of you know the the people are all about the the capitalism. You know, let's all get up and punch capitalism in the face. I mean, I guess, you know, if you have a power fantasy, might as well have a big one, but... For the for, for the fourth time in the yeah. past five seasons. I mean, yeah, and, you know, they're all big on season four, and for me, season four inspired panic attacks on a weekly basis, so I wasn't into that. Um, season five was... You know, season, yeah. season five, the that fun characters offset the whole, like... Also, they're dealing with space racists, although, I mean... You know, space. You can do space racists. I mean, racists are an easily hateable group. Yeah. You know, like that—that's a group that you can punch yeah. in the face and can't really make an argument for. You know, whether or not, um, you know, that there's a good reason for. It. I mean, yeah. Um, but you, you, you can't, you can't. There's only so much you can humanize the the JoJo villain. That's leader yeah. of space oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's an easily hateable, punchable group. So, um, so yeah, I mean, so it's, yeah. it works as a villain and also for your social commentary needs. Um, I mean, season six, I was with it up until King died, and then I just kind of dropped off after that. Um, I mean, I, I well, I say dropped off. I, I have been listening to every episode as they come out, but interest dropping off since that point. Um, yeah. I I don't think I'm going to listen to them as they come out. I think I'm going to wait until I see the big finale episode in my YouTube subscriptions and then mm. listen to them all like I like I've been doing because it's a lot easier. Yeah, I mean you'll up. probably have a better sense of the story of season 7 than I did cuz I was listening weekly as they came out, not re-listening or going back to catch up on details. And not paying attention in the first place. So, like, I know who the characters are, and I know some of the stuff they did. And that's about it. I don't remember a lot, a lot of the stuff that happened in the season. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I find, actually, um, a, a weird side effect of Dice Funk being more edited, like in the past, I don't know, mm. what, four seasons, um, is that it's so streamlined that they don't repeat a lot um so it's easy to miss uh. certain points um so yeah yeah like on on the one hand um not repeating things is very mm. good <laughs> like especially for for somebody like me but also um you know in a weekly audio show um Sometimes there's a lot that needs mm, to be repeated. Yeah, and, and depending how much because, is going on and um, what characters, you know, how many characters you have in this thing, a lot to keep yeah. track of. Yeah, I mean, th there's usually like, like eight different groups of pe people vying for power. Yeah, once, yeah, yeah. Season so. six especially had that whole, uh, all the groups with their different opinions on how gods and conduit powers and stuff should be. Give me one second.
For the listeners at home, if you didn't come here for Dice Funk, don't worry, we're going to move on to Justice League uh, at some point. But I had to talk about it, because it's recent, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you, you probably noticed if you're someone who actually listens to this episode on Sundays. I don't know how often that happens. Um, but if you are, that, um, yeah, this episode's a little bit late. You know, we either Brent nor I had the greatest weekend, so uh, we're recording a little bit late. But, it, I mean, it's only a couple days. Um, also, fun fact, I found out uh, our podcast has been downloaded off Podbean, which around episode 70 is when I switched from YouTube to Podbean. Since that time, it has been down 2.3 thousand times. So my guess is a lot of people are sleeping to it, which is cool. I mean, I do that with other podcasts too, so I'm cool with that. Um, it's nice to know our voices are relaxing enough that you can sleep to them 2.3 thousand times. I, I hope somebody fucked to the sound of our voice at least once. But I doubt it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they can tell us if they want. You know, we have comment feed on uh, Podbean. I think the last comment was from, I don't know, months ago from Eugene. Um, I like Eugene. Yeah, we have, <laughs> hi, yeah, hi Eugene. Host. Yep, he's co-hosted on a bunch of episodes and also... Uh, follows along with everything. Also, cat. And also, I mean, I think, yeah, like I said earlier, I was a co-founder. I mean, he he was also a co-founder of the fandom. I think he was he was like one of the first, definitely within the first ten people who were on the uh, the old forum. Yeah, I, I mean, he was I, like the third or fourth. I was there. I didn't actually do anything, <laughs> but I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all I did was make dumb jokes. No, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a weird ride, you know. Like I don't know. I mean, like I feel like yeah, like the fandom was different back then. Yeah, um, it was sillier, less serious. Like people are still silly, but they're also serious about topics now in ways that you know. I mean, some people were back then but not not as many i don't think yeah it it, dynamics just change when you go from like a dozen people to several hundred (laughs) so Mm. yeah yeah and like discord since we made the switch to discord discord is better um at facilitating conversation but worse at uh, creativity, you know, because yeah. if, if you try to make like a creative thing, you can't make a separate thread for it so it can have a place to, you know, be shown off and seen. Um, it, it just gets lost in the flow of conversation. But but it is a lot better for like storing conversation and making it so you can like keep track of it and find it and reply to it and everything yeah. than, uh, than the forum was. Yeah, it's a lot easier to keep up with, but a lot. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a give and take. Yeah, but... like it, it. Yeah, it, it loses the creativity that we used to yeah. have. Forums also really don't work. Like that, and, and that. 
uh, tons of people because at that point it just becomes a mess. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it becomes like a YouTube comment section. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I mean, like, for all I know, like, probably the creative side of the Dice Funk fandom is still alive over on Twitter, and I just haven't been on Twitter as much in the yeah. last couple of years, so I haven't seen it. You shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff I don't miss on Twitter. So. Yeah. Um. But you said you listened to season six uh the the end of season six yeah i'm i'm like three episodes from the end i think oh okay so yeah i don't i really have a lot to say i'm I'm enjoying it um a lot more than when i would listen week to week mm. uh, because i yeah, all the i don't know it, they're murdering beetles and stuff yeah, <laughs> just out of nowhere. At weddings. And then going to the funeral and killing another person. Yeah. Um, that, I, I will say this. There is a weird disconnect where they, like, all the characters say that they're evil, but, um, mm. and they occasionally do evil things, but also, um, they occasionally don't, so, like, it, it's... Yeah, I mean, like, Cordelia it, and Blake are the ones who actually seem the most evil. Yeah, it it, it just seems and like... King the, is a mercenary, and... The, you know. the, the, the players are, like, fighting with their characters a, a little. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that... I mean, it could be, you know, that the players don't feel comfortable playing evil characters, or... It could be because they know they're being watched by so many people and that fans who aren't a fan of uh, bad behavior will get pissed at them if they do bad stuff when they're playing bad people. Conrad is 100% comfortable uh, <laughs> playing an evil bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah he doesn't which, give a shit. Which yeah. I can appreciate. It, it just, you know, I, I think um, Lauren is, especially is like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, serial killer um who makes mm. art out of people's bodies but also at the same time it's like oh no i can't do that but why are people <laughs> mad at me yeah yeah um and, I, and I'll, th there's like been several times where she says something like okay i know i'm evil but i'm not that evil <laughs> it's like you you, mm. you kidnap people yeah. and murder them and no, you murder them and make things out of their bodies. Yeah. For a living. <laughs> yeah. That, but, I mean, I, that that happens. It's hard to play a character spontaneously. I get it. Like, mm. I'm, I'm not trying to call... <laughs> I'm not trying to call anybody out. It's just, you know, something I've noticed. Um, yeah. And, I mean, it'll be interesting with Season 8 because... Spoilers for the end of season seven, although I mean it's kind of already known in the fandom by this point. Uh, Skitch is coming back for season eight, so I don't know who is dropping out for him to come back in, but there's going to be a cast shift, so that's you know maybe shake up the status quo from what it's been for the last three seasons. Yeah, I'd like to see somebody else um, 
DM, but at the same time, it's Austin's show, so... Um, yeah, he's got to protect his uh, investment. That, yeah, it's not likely at this point. Um, mm. Season one, well, it turned out to be an anomaly. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I, I also haven't caught up with the one shots, so that's something mm. um, that I, I can also listen to. Mm. Yeah, I've listened to the Kill Frosty one a bunch of times. Like after I. I heard it the first time when it came out, and then I downloaded it and put it in my collection to listen to offline. Because that one, there's there's an absolute bastard goblin character who is just really fun to listen to. Nice. Because it's one of those characters who is evil and knows they're evil, and they're completely fine with that. (laughs) I like it. I'm, I'm interested. I'll, I'll, I'll get yeah. there. But like it, it's weird because like you you yeah. can't you can't really listen to um like one shots during a future season you haven't listened to because um they they talk about events. <laughs> um, mm. some I mean sometimes. I think the kill frosty one is safe. That one is like I, I think even in the episode they joke about how they don't know where in the timeline it falls and it doesn't really matter. Yeah, uh, <laughs> mm. I, I I don't know. Yeah, I've, and also it's it's weird with like Dice Funk because like they you know they they've come out and said how much they hate like lore and that like detailed world building. I guess I, I don't know. It's like like they say that they you know hate lore, but then you get these like world building details that carry over from season to season, and like at the end, the way season seven ends. They are talking about stuff that's going to happen in season nine now, but there there's still season eight that's gonna fall in between, and like, I don't know, it's it's weird. Hmm. It's like I think they're just tired of people asking questions about things they hadn't thought about. Yeah, like I I find it hard to like seriously criticize like player choices in in like in a spontaneous um you know D and D session. Um and mm. things like that. Um so yeah. I mm. eh. <laughs> also thinking of D and D sessions, my campaign that I've been writing is there's three sessions left. And I've written them all, so I'm done writing. So that's cool. I don't have to, you know, s- you know, like s- some of some of them. It would be like a couple. I think the the worst it, w- it was the, there was like um, a couple weeks ago. I had a session where I realized it was going to be too short, and that the one after I was also trying to figure out how to pad it out because it was too short. And like 15 minutes before the session, I decided I was going to quickly finish that second one up and then cram it in and do both at once so i think that that's the worst i've had for crunch time on notes usually i have them ready before the day that you know at at least like a a few days if not a week before the day um but we're going into the big final battle territory now so i've got three sessions planned for that and after that i can move on to just running modules out of books (laughs) 
Except that my my brother, who's one of the players, uh, said that he wanted to do some stuff dealing with like some of the other people, all the the funny weirdos I put on their crew. Originally, the idea was that I was going to do a bunch of like side stories about them, but then I found it wasn't that interesting, and I wasn't, you know, I I, I felt bad that I wasn't, you know, devoting as much time to the player characters to let them develop as characters. So I tried to come up with more generalized stories that they could, you know, put themselves into more. Um, but they just really liked that one where we went to Flaverton and fought all the <laughs> fast food characters with Donnie Mac. So, um, so they they still want me to do more stuff like that. So either either after the campaign, I'll do like a short something in Flaverton, maybe develop it more, throw some more fast food puns in there or I don't know I've still got Mr. Mime there they haven't you know done enough with him or investigated anything about him to find out how stupidly broken and powerful he is <laughs> you know, he, he's just like a silly mime who walks around the ship scrubbing boards with his magic powers you know miming like he's cleaning and actually cleaning um, have him fight Taco Bell really <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, because Mr. Mime is also a notorious criminal, which was established in the first time they met him, and that nothing has come of that. So maybe we'll go all Game of Thrones and he will overthrow Flaverton <laughs> and kill Taco Bell and take over her, and now they have to reclaim, you know, the fast food island from Mr. Mime. Have, have him take over and start up a bank. That exclusively mm. makes people default on loans. Mm. So it can be uh, capitalism, and they're punching <laughs> capitalism in the face. Dice fuck season sixty nine. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, there, there's not really any strong capitalism motifs in my world. There are racism ones because of Elisa and the whole Yuan T thing, but. Anytime it's come up in the campaign, nobody's really said or done or reacted to it at all. So, I, you know, my players, you know, my which are my parents and my brother, uh, just aren't interested in it, I guess. Which is fine, you know, they don't have to. It's just an element of the world that the snake people are racist in... As a cult... I mean, I'd say as a culture they are racist, but the individuals are different. It's like, Marini is there, and she's the nicest person ever, and she's not racist. She's, you know, gotten away from that as she's gone out into the world and been living with other species and stuff, and she doesn't see herself as better than everyone else. Um, but then you've got, like, Elisa and her whole thing where she's, like, sees herself as better than everyone else, but sees that as a reason that she should be in charge, but also a reason that she should treat people well. Um, you know, the it, it, it's complicated with her. And then there's other Yuan-Ti who's like racist bullies. So they're like the easy to beat up ones. It's like, oh, these guys are robbing people because they think they're better and they can just get away with it. So go beat them up. And then the players beat them up. and um, Go beat them yeah, up and rob them. That'll show them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, because there's layers to that. I mean, there's even like when they went to the whole like murder mystery in um, Elisa's palace, 
uh, the the guy who got framed for the murder, who they figured out was being framed, like his whole deal is he's a snake person who, uh, like one of the uh, red herrings to hint that he could have been the murderer was that he was attracted to a dancing girl in the palace who was, you know, the Bertle, the, the turtle, the murder victim, was flirting with the dancing girl, and he was, you know, jealous and stormed off, and so that was, like, red herring that he had motive. Um, but even that is, like, he, you know, they, they didn't really get into it or ask him or talk to him about that in particular, but, like, is that he feels attracted to a person from another species but knows that Eliza would disapprove of that and so the whole racist culture thing is like stopping him from pursuing his feelings which just makes him angry um so there's just yeah the, the, I mean there's like those kind of little quirks and complexities to the world and it's racial politics but my players aren't interested in exploring that so it's just background stuff that I do for me I guess to explore the ideas in this world but the way it affects people yeah yeah you can lead a horse to water and all that junk yeah but if all the horse wants is more gold so they can just pile more and more gold <laughs> on the number on their character sheet and not use it for anything i mean i'm hoping one of them will realize canon yeah I'm hoping one of them will realize in the next session that since I gave them all, they had like a big heist on an Elithid spaceship um, in the last session, and they each got 100,000 gold, which is enough to buy all the, you know, like one of them wanted to build a library that's uh, how 50,000 gold, I think is what that costs. So that's covered. You, you could build two libraries. Like they have so much extra money. So I'm hoping one of them will figure out on their own without any prompting when the bad guy burns down the orphanage in the next uh, session that they have enough money that they can just build a better orphanage. Like, you have so much money, just please, one of you, be generous enough to realize this on your own without me having to prompt you. I guess in two weeks I can tell you if any of them did that or if it's like oh that sucks the orphanage born down what are you going to do about it it's like oh, if only a rich person was around to do something about that you, you know jade I, I think build a better orphanage is a is a very good slogan mm. uh, early contender for this especially since title. especially since it, it abbreviates to babo mm. which is fun to say Say it. Babo. Babble. Babble? No. <laughs> Babo. Babo? Babo. Mm. It's like baboon, except without... Except shorter. No on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's easier to text. Yeah. But, yeah, no, yeah, because the plan for the next session is they... Um, their recurring bad guy is coming to the main town to go get the last artifact that's actually secretly been inside the mountain there all along. Um, but when they go to confront her, because I'm hoping they will, you know, when they see her walking by, we'll try to confront her, because they know she's no good. She's just going to throw a fireball at the orphanage and keep going. Um, 
so that, you know, they have to stop and have, like, a, a hero moment of saving, like, a Spider-Man moment. You got, like, a kid in a burning building and you have to go save them um, while the bad guy gets away. I was going to say, just have her, have her just straight up murder, <laughs> murder, like, an early NPC. Well, I mean, she could murder someone, but I figure it's it's more than if someone is in danger. Because like, the, the reason she's like, she's going to yeah. burn the orphanage is that she doesn't want them getting in the way. She wants to keep going to what she's trying to do. And it's like, well, you have to stop and deal with this. I'm going to keep going and get away. Like, even if they pursue her, she's just going to teleport because she has that ability. But, and, and also it, like on a, you know, more narrative level, the, the session after that is where the, the dark god is finally going to be, you know, marching toward the town to come take the artifact for himself, and they have to sail out to sea to stop him. And I want that threat of this town will be annihilated if you don't stop him. Like, I want them to feel that more viscerally. So if I do, like, a small scale, hey, you saw one building get wrecked by one asshole working for this god. Now he's here. You know, it's like, I want the threat to feel real. That it's like, you have to stop this because otherwise everyone will die. Um, maybe, maybe hint that one of them should build a puppy farm next to the orphanage. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so that way they, they can save the orphans and the puppies from the big mm. bad guy. And if if they fail, it will make them feel horrible. <laughs> I mean, they they are free to build a puppy farm if they think of it, <laughs> but I do need to keep it somewhat believable, I guess. Puppy farms are believable. Mm. I I I want a I want a puppy farm. Mm. Um. I've been to a cat farm, but not a puppy farm. Mm, you just have dog races like in Majora's Mask. Um, <laughs> that's not what I had in mind, but sure. Mm. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm sorry if <laughs> I'm a little off, but it's it's been a day. Yeah, I mean, while you were out earlier, I started talking to the listeners and mentioned that yeah we're recording this late the weekend was rough i know i haven't slept much but um yeah my, my puppy farm burned down mm. yeah and we listened or we watched justice league season one in the last two weeks yeah it was good yep yeah. Yay. Um, Superman got immobilized very easily in just about every episode, but still, yay. Yeah, or sometimes he was just out of town. It's like he, he had other stuff to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're all occasionally, like, just not there because it's hard to write seven characters doing meaning, meaningful things in, yeah. in any given episode. But yeah, Superman gets electrified mm. 
<laughs> and put out of commission. And I'm pretty sure like six out of the first seven episodes, it's mm. pretty ridiculous. Um, um, um. Okay, I found the episode list. Okay. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the notes I took the were mostly on where, the... Um, Mar- yeah. Mars Attacks. Yeah, yeah, like, the first three were originally, they aired as, like, a 90-minute movie. But on the DVD, it's split into three episodes with, like, stingers and recaps you know, at the end and beginning of each episode. Yeah, it, it's weird. Like, the, the first season and most of the second season, I think, aired as like one hour episodes yeah but then then they later uh broke them up into half hour episodes so they would be easier to air yeah on (laughs) cartoon network yeah yeah and like season Uh, one began and ended with like a 90 minute movie that was split into three episodes and I've got the season, the season one DVD. I've got it on a shelf here, but I've got the season two one because I'm going to be watching it this week. Um, based on that one, it looks like there's one three-parter at the end, so I guess it ended with a movie, but the rest of them were just the hour-long, you know, split into two parts episodes. Yeah, I, I think I think there's a few single episodes. That- thrown in there too there's Um, one i'm not there's one that must be a christmas special because it's called comfort and joy oh yeah but (laughs) all the rest in season two are two-part episodes spoiler alert that's the episode we find out that um uh superman still believes in santa claus oh (laughs) yeah and and the the Kents would would wrap um, his presents in lead, so he he couldn't see through them. Mm. As long as <laughs> nobody a kid. licks the paper. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he can. Mm. As long as they don't have a dog or anything. Yeah. Or you know, like Pa Kent wipes his hands on his face after wrapping them. Now he's got lead poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how he dies in this version. <laughs> <laughs> it was all my fault. He he bought the lead wrapper for me. Yeah. I could have saved him, but he told me not to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I could have saved sucks. him, but I wanted those presents. <laughs> and I didn't want the surprise spoiled. <laughs> oh man um (laughs) we should probably talk about the actual season Mm. Um, yeah unless we want to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League coming soon oh let's do it Mm. Dark Side looks like absolute dog shit Mm. I can't remember if I watched the second trailer I know there was a trailer and I saw like screenshots from it and I think I might have watched it and just forgot all of it because it was all brown and gray. I I just watched, I just watched the reveal image where they had Dark Side and um, a few of his cronies. Yeah, it was like granny goodness. And he looks very spongy. Mm. <laughs> um, 
And I, I mean, his, his eyes are glowing. Like I, I'm assuming they're like, Oh, he's going to fire the Omega beam. Um, but it just looks like a, yeah. I mean, aren't his eyes usually like, like a filter red? on a JPEG. Yeah. His, like his eyes are, I think like blank. Yeah. They're, they're like, like blank red. Yeah. So that they might just be passively always glowing red. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't care because I'm not gonna watch it. Mm. But also, um, it's a very easy target to point and make fun of. Mm. So I'll do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm still on the fence whether when it eventually reaches DVD, if I will check it out on that. Kind of want to, but I don't want to support it. Yeah, I mean, i i don't I don't know how it could possibly make money um, in the first place. Mm. But, um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to see a a four hour movie that I won't like anyway. I mean, I guess if anything, it makes money by keeping. DC Comics relevant so people stay interested enough to buy the Batman toys and the Superman toys and all the other merch things that you know that they could also just, just by keeping interest kick, up they could also just kick Zack Snyder to the curb and no um, yeah i mean find like somebody they, who actually wants to adapt the characters yeah, I mean, it, it's a stopgap until they can get Matt Reeves' Batman movie out to, you know, go back to the old well of a Batman movie that will, you know, get interest just by virtue of being a Batman movie. Although it does look good. It's just, you know, they've done Batman so many times because they know Batman will always sell. Yeah. But, I mean, Justice League, they're, it, they're basically hijacking the, the Snyder Cut fandom to be like, uh, you know, we we know we can get a lot of interest in a project, you know, easily because they'll eat up anything as long as it's, uh, you know, Snyder involved. And yeah, then everyone else can I react by saying, get. well, that looks like shit, but maybe I want to watch it to see if yeah. it is shit. And, <laughs> and there's their, uh, their interest gathered up and then that draws eyes to the comics and the books and the toys and the Batman the breakfast cereal and Batman the toothbrush and you know all the other stuff they want to sell. Batman the credit card. Yeah. I I honestly don't get the whole it looks like shit um, let's watch it to see how shit it is thing because Mm. usually when something is bad it is not entertaining. The, the bad things that are entertaining are a minority of all the bad things that exist. Mm. Um, so, but on the I other hand, fucking get it. Watching cats because it looks <laughs> like shit. I mean, I, I watched it. Although I watched it with the knowledge, like I I grew up watching the original on VHS, so I wasn't as you know aghast as everyone else was that this thing exists. It's like I knew what I was in for. And the music is catchy. Yeah, it... It... 
It seems like it would be more bearable if you already know about the thing. Yeah. Um, didn't just hear about CGI buttholes. Yeah. And Jason Derulo. Yeah, no, a bunch yeah. of really hyper-realistic furries doing songs <laughs> and dances that don't entire. I, I guess the the movie did have a lot to it than the play did, but it's still not much of a plot. Yeah, from from what I hear, it like forces a plot where it doesn't really belong. Yeah, I um, mean, like, like, I, it, I think it fits. Like there, there was enough of a, or it, it's close enough to what the plot was of the original. They just kind of show a bit more of like what McCavity was doing is the evil cat. And from there, extrapolate a bit more of a story to it. Yeah, I I have the, the only knowledge I have of cats is what I've learned in the past what two years since it was announced. So, I guess we'll see after we finish watching the rest of Justice League and all the Shrek movies if uh, we still <laughs> feel like maybe watching cats and, and all the and all the X Men movies. <laughs> Oh yeah, that one's pushed off a bunch of times now. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I I like I like Even the idea that that's always back X Men characters. Shut up, Jade. That's spoilers. Yeah. We, <laughs> could, mean... we could get our clicks that way from people clicking, thinking this is a show talking about the new WandaVision or whatever. Yeah. Which it's, I guess it it's was a show a talking years. about whatever the fuck we want to talk about at that very second. Yeah, it, it's a show about sometimes incoherent rambling while you sleep. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're in your dreams. Um, yeah, you see that? Oh, look, there's a grizzly bear over there. It's gonna it's gonna get you. Yeah, uh, just. Yeah, throw your shoes at it, and your your shoes will be enough to fend it off because yeah. it's dream. Your yeah. shoes are actually Great. hand grenades. They blew up the bear. <laughs> I, was <about> to, it, <laughs> I was about to say that exact thing. Yeah, and that, but the the bear doesn't yeah, die; it, it, just it, turns into a bunch of smaller bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Okay, because I was gonna say you throw your grenade shoe, and the bear catches in, in its mouth, and then you do your jaws thing, you're like smile, you son of a bitch, and then, then it blows up and it becomes smaller bears. So yeah, no, now, now you're dealing with that whole question of like, would you rather fight one big bear or a hundred tiny bears, and. <laughs> And <laughs> now you have to fight the hundred tiny bears. <laughs> uh, good luck. They are small. They're like rat sized. You can punt them if you need to. Would you Would you rather fight one bear sized shoe or one shoe sized bear? <laughs> or, or wait, ten shoe sized bears. I mean, I guess a bear sized shoe, unless it's a sentient shoe, is still just an object. <laughs> so it'd be easy to fight a giant shoe. Then it would be plot twist. It's a croc. Um, <laughs> it should turn to a croc in a croc. crocodile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we should make a children's book. Croc in crocs, or no? I mean, crocs it has crocs. to exist. It'll work better. Yeah, it has to exist. Probably. I mean, yeah. There's no way. If anything, nobody's okay. If anything, we, we need to. We need to make um, a rude children's book like Go the Fuck to Sleep. 
Mm. Um, like, and uh, uh, I've had it with these motherfucking Crocs in these motherfucking Crocs. <laughs> that, that that joke's always been done. It's called alligators on a train from um, uh, oh, Gumball. Okay. But they're not wearing Crocs. <laughs> no, <laughs> but there are there are alligators and they are on a train. Um, I don't know what that has to do with Crocs, but mm. that's that's where my mind went. This is very okay. stream of consciousness, just like a dream. I mean, oh, look, a parfait. Mm, you should eat it. Uh, uh, it. It doesn't taste like a parfait, though. It tastes like shit. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Jade, <laughs> you're a fucking monster. If somebody's actually listening to, to this while they're asleep, they're going to be very upset. Mm. I mean, they're just going to be as confused as you usually are in a dream. It's like, you know, you're matching your best friend from high school, and suddenly they're talking about, you know, your, your shit parfait, and, and it's like, why are they talking about <laughs> Why are you saying the word shit parfait? <laughs> <laughs> shit parfait is very good, and I want it to be the title, but I know it can't be. It might be. I mean, it, it'll... We'll we'll put it in a hat with all the other ones, and we'll pull a title out at the end. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, so I'm Googling Crocs and Crocs on images. There's, like, a bunch of photos. Well, there's a Photoshop of a Croc with Crocs. There's an actual Croc who's been given Crocs. There's a bunch of pictures of just Croc shoes. A person who got some weird sunburns on their feet because they were wearing Crocs. Um, I don't see any children's book called Crocs and Crocs. I mean, there's there's a meme of crocodiles wearing Crocs called Crocs and Crocs, but I don't think it's been taken as a children's book yet. So we could jump here, on here, that Crocs Jade. train. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put an image of beans in a crock pot. Mm. Oh, Crocs in Crocs in Crocs, and it's Crocs wearing Crocs in a crock pot. <laughs> and we'll write uh, it like a Dr. Seuss book and be like Fox and Socks except it's Crocs and Crocs and Crocs <laughs> I'm good at rhyming we can we can do this mm. also did you hear that it, it was a while like months and months ago I think Sean posted the uh, the Fox and Socks rap no I I have no knowledge of this Okay. I know if I try, because of how Discord works, if I try to play it into the microphone, you won't hear it, so I'll just have to share it later. But, uh, yeah, if anybody's Yay. interested, just look Fox Rap on YouTube, and you should find the guy. Um, it, it's fun. He does a lot of, like, rap versions of Dr. Seuss books. But Fox and Socks is especially impressive, because I don't know how many takes he had to do to get it right, but... It's a lot of... The whole book is tongue twisters, and he does the whole thing to a beat. That sounds impressive. Mm. But can he do Venom by Eminem? Uh, someone would have to ask him. I don't know. I haven't seen any new videos from him in a while. But I haven't really looked in a while. I just remembered it all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> this... Mm. this this one has did, gone did we places. have more justice league thoughts if we wanted to i mean 
<laughs> I feel like I have a lot to say, but I have no mm. idea where to start. Most of the notes I took were on that <laughs> first movie thing, and then afterwards, there was one episode that I had yeah. some some notes on after that. But yeah, the the first movie where um, Superman and other heroes definitely kill um, uh, mm. sentient aliens. I mean. They're like horrible yeah, they, invaders. They were, yeah, but yeah, genocidal invaders who destroyed life I, on one planet and were coming to destroy life on a second planet. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it's just the 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 no the no kill rule really only matters um, when it's brought up. It's a human <laughs> because yeah. no, yeah, Superman you can kill also... aliens and you can kill robots, but you can't kill humans superman definitely kills um several german pilots <laughs> mm. in the last in, in the the season finale um, yeah yeah i mean at, Although, at that point, I, he... I was kind of impressed like as a kid show they were actually able to call them nazis i mean they, they changed the swastika to the like lightning bolt s which is still you know a nazi symbol but but like a lot of the times, you know, they censor that. They like they won't even let you say Nazi because it's a kid show, even though they're the bad guys. Yeah, they they really didn't get like they they didn't delve into um, why Nazis are bad. But yeah, like, I mean, like it, it, they did like an alternate history thing where they said like, "Oh, Vandal Savage, you're so cool. We overthrew the Führer <laughs> and put you in charge instead." We, we froze was an insane maniac. <laughs> <laughs> we froze Hitler. Yeah. And at at the end, there's a, there's a dramatic <laughs> there's a dramatic sting where where like it's like oh Vandal Savage has failed. Who will lead us now? And there's mm. just a dramatic pan over to frozen Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, oh yeah, I missed that. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah. We we haven't even set up like anything about the episode. <laughs> We're just talking mm. about Nazis for some reason. Well, that that'll keep people listening for the rest of the discussion. <laughs> As we go back to that first episode that started off with Superman going all Superman for the quest for peace and disarming all the <laughs> nuclear missiles in the world. <laughs> Yeah, he the, like he, the, he gets the, brought the into aliens. the UN and is like, "I'm going to create world peace by destroying all the nuclear missiles." <laughs> was because the yeah. the senator who called him in was secretly an alien who wanted to set the planet up for invasion. So nukes are good, kids. They they let you fight off aliens. Yeah. <laughs> hey, kids! It turns out that um. Every world power secretly, or not even secretly, just openly having nuclear weapons that can destroy us all mm. is a good thing. It's a good thing because um, it'll because... protect us from the Martians. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're not actually Martians in this version. I, I, I think in some oh, versions yeah. they're, yeah, yeah, white, the... they're like white Martians. but Yeah, yeah, they were um, invaders that took over Mars and then from Mars yeah. to Earth. They are space parasites. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, I um, mean, they're designed to look like germs. They're like human-sized germs. Yeah. 
Except for the the master one that's like a like an elder brain blob amoeba with little tentacles. Yeah, like e- even that looks like a bacteria mm. or bacteria. Yeah, yeah, it's like an amoeba. The the singular. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're a plague. Mm. Although actually, I, I did that reminds me. It was weird. Like at the end of that episode, they're like burning in the sunlight. It's like they they needed their ship to protect them from the sunlight. But that senator guy was walking around in broad daylight all that time, and only at the end he's yeah, suddenly it, affected by sunlight. There's some holes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess like it was a cool visual, but. It doesn't make sense under scrutiny. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's like at the end of Avengers where they blow up the ship and all the Chitari just fall over. Yeah. I mean, it's convenient. Yeah. Um, it's a convenient way to wrap up a worldwide alien yeah, invasion. Yeah, it's, it's convenient and you get like, the dramatic of like Avengers these case. things live in darkness and we expose them to the light and now they're all, you know, writhing and yeah. it, it makes them more like demon-like. The, the like the holy light yeah. is like burning them away. I mean, Superman definitely could have just like laser eyed them to death. Yeah. If if he if he wasn't to. busy being electrocuted all the time. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously, like it it happened in like the first six episodes. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. even I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, I mean, it is a way that a kid show can, you know show a person like a him being racked with pain and not have to do it in like a any kind of gory way it's just they get zapped and and then they're paralyzed like honestly he he and uh jean just eat shit like like all season yeah and i guess with jean they have to because if you do anything physical against him you can just phase through it yeah like the the one time um, he's working for a bad guy and he, like, somebody tries to punch him and he turns yeah. to stone <laughs> to yeah. block the punch. It's like he never uses these powers except when mm. he's evil. Like, all, all he ever does, like, against villains is, like, face through their punch and then yeah. <laughs> punch them. Where were we? <laughs> uh, the the first episode, the one where Batman dies and then um, doesn't. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They kill Batman in the intro movie and then actually surprised he wasn't dead. Yeah, but he gets like stuck on yeah. the other side of a door that's closing and then shots fired. Yeah, like I I don't I don't understand. <laughs> How that worked exactly, but mm. I it I guess it did. Yeah, and I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's the dramatic fake out. Show everybody the stakes are real because uh, even one of the Justice League can die, but then they don't. So I guess the stakes aren't real after all. Oh yeah, one one thing I forgot is that the 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 senator um, guy, the mm. the one that's actually a, an alien. Yeah. <clears throat> He calls he calls the Justice League Earth Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which I thought was funny mm. because that's an Avengers um, tagline. 
and then at the end of the episode, when like the they have the team together on the watchtower, Flash says something like, "Yeah, it's like what we're like some kind of super friends." And Superman's like, <laughs> what, what, like, like no, I, more of a justice. <laughs> like some league. kind of suicide squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he calls them super friends, and then uh, Superman's like, no, I was thinking more of a Justice League. So they yeah. they title drop their own name. Yeah. And then Aquaman gets his also, episode. I, like, sets him very firmly apart from the super friends Aquaman. He doesn't talk to fish. He, yeah, he does this is like... Fights. This is like very early 2000s um, Aquaman. He's got like a a metal haircut. Yeah. Um, he's super buff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all the every male character is super. Well, yeah, buff. yeah, yeah. They all have Dorito chest, except for yeah. some reason every Green every male... Lantern. At least in like like the opening when they got the CG versions walking, Green Lantern isn't buff, but Flash is super buff. And I don't know how that makes sense. Yeah. And um, like John Martian Stewart would Hunter has like bowling ball shoulders. Yeah, like, like John Stewart is a soldier, but he actually has like a kind of reasonably shaped like shoulder width. And Flash is a guy who runs fast, and he's still built like a bodybuilder. Yeah. It they they definitely have like a, a stock male and female body type that mm. they just like paint over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the female ones are all hourglasses. Yeah, like like Wonder Woman especially is yeah. is just um like what what I said about um the Duck Dodgers body type yeah uh, last time it, it's just. The, the hips don't lie, the waist does. Mm. <laughs> and um, and then Wonder Woman is just stacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, Hot Girl has the wings to offset it. Yeah. Hot Girl, like, her, her design is just weird. Like, her costume. Mm. Because, like, she's got, she's got, like, black pants with the, the red undies over it. <laughs> I mean, and, and even just her character in season one, shirt. like, they don't really get into where she comes from or how she got there. She just swoops into the rescue in the intro movie and is tagging along for the ride for the rest of the season. Yeah, cause And making some, horny some comments the... to anyone who goes by. <laughs> Hot girl is super horny, and she just gets hornier as the, the series goes on. Yeah. Uh, like in in unlimited, um, like every pretty much every um, episode where where she's a main character is her making some at least one sexual reference of mm. some kind. Yeah, I mean, like Usually even like season one, she had like the Flash joke where he's like, you know, I'm super fast, yeah. and he's like, yeah, that's why you can't get a date. He's like, oh, hey. Yeah, and then she's talking to Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman's like, who needs men? And she's like, hey, don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the episode where they dealt with feminism on, uh, oh. like, uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman hating men, and then other uh, Themyscirin woman shows up and hates men so much that she's going to kill all the men in the world, and then the queen of Themyscira yeah. is like, 
Well, they're not all bad. So look at this one. They're not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag not all. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Nope. Nope. Feminism is uh, grappling with, you know, whether or not women should kill all men in the world. (laughs) (laughs) At, At least they show, like, female emergency workers doing things that evens it out (laughs) but uh, can can we talk about like how useless um apolita is on a fight because Mm. she's like she's the queen of the amazon like these amazing warrior women and then in in the first episode she's in she gets um she gets manhandled by (laughs) by a weak-ass sorcerer Mm. Who doesn't even use magic uh, to to subdue her? It's mm. like she just slowly swings her sword, and he like puts a hand on her face and puts her to sleep. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. And then the and then the second episode she's in. Oh yeah, because um, he like paralyzed every warrior woman just, on that island. Yeah, like he he Medusa faced them to stone. Yeah. Um, with the, with the amulet or whatever. Yeah. And in in the second episode, she's in. She, like, she just gets kidnapped by um evil women, mm. and they use her as a hostage, mm. and she never gets a chance to fight back. So yeah, I guess she's just too old to fight. Yeah, she is like five thousand years old. Mm. Also, apparently, so is Wonder Woman, because mm. she was she was apparently around when like the ancient Greek um, artists made their art. Oh yeah, because there's there's an episode where she's in a museum and she's like, "Oh, you, yeah, that, nice that's a job. Roman made it. recreation of a statue. It's not a Greek statue." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she probably posed for it. Yeah. <laughs> to the <laughs> to the fucking Hugh Hefner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of the DC world. Yeah, yeah, we get on our kids show there's, there's a whole Hugh Hefner thing. It it's it's amazing <laughs> what you you could get away with. Mm. As long as you don't show actual tits. Yeah, I was also surprised how many episode cuz we like we start off we're introduced to this cast of 7. And like each of them, you know, each episode has something for one of the the main seven to do. But a lot of the episodes also are focused on introducing another character who's not part of the main cast. Because we've got like the Aquaman episode, the Etrigan episode, um, the the one with like Lex Luthor and the the other bad guys. Um, the the injustice. Gang. Yeah, the the one where they I go to a parallel called. world where there's like uh the Justice Society. Um except not like they renamed them and slightly redesigned redesigned them, but it's still like the old fifties Flash and Green Lantern and um JSA. Oh yeah, the the Justice Guild yeah. of America. I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a knockoff of the JSA, I guess, so they could hold on to the JSA if they ever actually wanted to do anything with them. Because 
this group was set up for an alternate reality that got nuked to death, and this one psychic kid <laughs> brought everyone back, but apparently that was a bad thing, and he was actually a tyrant, and they had to stop him so everyone could go live in the apocalypse, and everyone is grateful that they get to live in the apocalypse. Yeah, that that was... That ending... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they have um, no so sympathy sure for the, the child who was traumatized, who, I mean, yes, he mind-controlled everyone, but also, through massive psychic yeah. I mean, powers, fixed the city so that it actually runs again. I mean, he's technically not a child because he's been doing it for 40 uh, yeah, years, I'm, but... He, uh, he's just an ugly I mean, mutant, but... He he definitely has the mind of a child, and yeah. they still beat the shit out yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they um, they shut off the illusion, and then everyone's like, "Well, at least we're not mind controlled anymore. We can fix this city." And you're looking around, and everything is wrecked, and everything else in the world is wrecked. So you don't even have the infrastructure to get like trade routes to other towns and stuff. Probably. So you're still gonna be all you know, living out of the dirt. You don't have farms. Or, you know, food production at all. Or, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, that it's world like is, a few dozen fucked, people. But, yeah. Like, just... it. It's like a worse version of Fallout. Like, yeah. uh, I, I don't... No, the, they needed you're a, not supposed a to neat think about and clean it. ending at the end of it. Yeah. Like, they would have been better off just saying that yeah. everyone was actually dead. And that you know, this one psychic mutant was recreating them all, and yeah. that when they defeat him, it goes back to just being everything's gone, and now you can leave. Yeah, I mean, at at the end, they say stuff like, oh, compared to driving an ice cream truck for 40 years, like, rebuilding our dead society will be easy. Yeah. It's like, no the fuck it won't. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> <laughs> It's like what we we can make one brick building. Um, yeah, I mean, unless the rest of society put itself people? back together while you guys were in your illusion world for forty years, uh, and we just yeah. didn't see any of that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been forty years. If if other people like don't exist, <laughs> um, what the fuck are they gonna do? Yeah. Um. The other episode I had notes on because I was just baffled and completely forgot this episode happened. Um, the one with the gorillas. Where it's like we've got gorilla Wakanda. <laughs> how could you forget... Yeah, how, how could you forget Gorilla Grodd? I mean, I, I knew uh, Gorilla Grodd was in the show, but I forgot there was like an episode where there was a hidden gorilla city behind like an illusion barrier called in gorilla Africa. Called Gorilla City. Yeah, where it has very like hyper advanced technology, buildings that all look like they were like built and made for humans, but also all the gorillas walk around naked because they just <laughs> never felt the need to wear clothes. I guess, despite everything else about them being They're, as human as can be, um, it's okay. Their penises are so small you can't even see them. Yeah, I mean, like Flash did make a joke about that. <laughs> In, I think, the second part of it, you know, he, it's like, Grodd made fun of his intelligence or something. Like, yeah, well, you're naked. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I really like Flash. Like he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um and he makes he he exclusively makes things worse mm. in every episode where he's not a main character. But but he does have some good lines. Mm. Like like in the in the in the Justice Guild episode uh where he he's just cracking ice jokes mm. um with Dr. Blizzard. Yeah. Until um, an, a bus full of nuns and a dynamite truck um, are about to collide with each other. Yeah, yeah, because the psychic kid is, or psychic person, whatever, is making just random yeah. problems to keep people distracted. Yeah. But also, I forgot that the, the gorilla episode had a whole, like, also, flash body horror sequence. Where he's going as, as in a dream of, like, turning into <laughs> oh, a gorilla, yeah. but they do it in stages. So it's like his body's just like ballooning out into a gorilla shape. If you have an inflation fetish, watch mm. <laughs> watch watch the the Grod episode. Yeah. Um, also, that woman wanted to fuck a gorilla. Yeah, but he's a smart gorilla. Goddamn furries. <laughs> yeah, but she is a dumb human. Yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't get to see the part where he convinced her that letting him, um, what was his plan? Was he going to take over all of humanity, or was it just that one city? Yeah, he was He was going to mind control humanity and destroy Gorilla City. Okay, because I knew, like, yeah, he took over one city and turned it into, like, stuck it under an illusion dome or something. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing that was Metro- Metropolis. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, um, yeah, I don't. Or was it Star City? Where I, I think it was is. Star City. Yeah, because it, okay. it was Green Lantern and Flash were stuck in there with him, and the rest of the Justice League was like, "Where did the city go? It just disappeared." Yeah. Gr- Green Lantern and Flash make a very good um, buddy cop duo. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you got the straight man. And I, I especially, comedy. yeah, I, I especially like the part where Flash got mind controlled, and, <laughs> and John Stewart just fucking punched him out while he was running at full speed. Mm. <laughs> like it's that easy to take out Flash. Yeah, yeah, and like Flash's power set is weird because he he's mostly super speed. But also, he has enough strength. At one point, he like asked someone, like, "How much do you?" I think it was the gorilla episode. He was asking like the the good gorilla guy, like, "How much do you weigh?" He's like four hundred pounds. And he's like, "Okay." And he picks him up, carries him, and sets him down. He's like, "Oh, four hundred pounds, huh?" You know. So, I mean, the, the joke is that he weighs more than four hundred pounds. But also, the Flash felt confident that he can pick up and run with four hundred pounds, no problem. Yeah, he. It's actually kind of weird that they put a number on it like that because usually they like to keep things vague. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Flash can apparently lift somewhere between four hundred and five hundred pounds, easy. Yeah. Well, not maybe not easy, but if he had to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was confident that it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Um, let's see, what's other good episodes? Um, oh, the, speaking of the, um, Injustice Gang episode, that, 
that entire episode was just the writers jacking off Batman. Because <laughs> mm. it, it's it's like, oh, Batman gets kidnapped. What happens? Mm. It's like, oh, he he tricks like the only or one of the female villains into falling for him. Like he seduces Cheetah, mm. by the way. And then he pays. By the way, uh, Batman is confirmed furry. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he dresses as a badly um, furry. Yeah, I mean, eh, I mean that's, hmm. yeah, he, he's semi furry. He'd probably deny it if if asked, but mm. we know the truth. Yeah, no, I mean, he he um, voluntarily wears bat ears that he doesn't need to wear all the time. He, he could still be menacing without the bat ears. I don't think anybody except for, like, especially drunk people think that there's a giant bat chasing after them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the the more people find out about Batman, the less scary he is, right? Yeah. I mean, like, it, he, it's like eventually he's still scary for his abilities, but not scary in, like, oh, it's a literal giant bat descending from the sky. It's like, no, it, it's a guy. He's gonna punch you, but it it is a human. Yeah. Yeah, like the the symbol of fear thing just doesn't really hold up after like the first couple of years. Yeah. Where no, people he's... would realize um he's just a guy that beats people up. Yeah, no, he, he's he scary because anybody. he can take down like 50 dudes in a room according to the Arkham games. Yeah. Um just one at a time throwing them into each other, but <laughs> That that reminds me of one of my favorite favorite scenes from Batman the Animated Series, mm. where um, he he's investigating a bad guy, and um, uh, one of the guys henchmen walks in, sees Batman investigating um, like some files, mm. and then just walks out. It's like, hey, was in, is everything okay? He's like. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm not going to fuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for that. Yeah. Like, I actually think that um, Batman beat him up earlier, and you can actually see that he has a black eye. Mm. So, it's great. Um, but yeah, he, he seduces Cheetah. He, he tricks Grundy into giving him water to short out the the um anti telepathy field oh, thing yeah. that Luthor invented. Yeah. Also Luthor has has cancer. Yeah, and then he L- comes Luthor back later and they don't mention Kryptonite it? cancer. Yeah. Yeah, he still they 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 bring it up again later. Okay, I didn't remember if his like, second appearance they, they mentioned it. They they resolve it in, in a later Yeah. Um, in a later episode. I mean, sp- spoiler alert, he doesn't die from well, yeah. kryptonite cancer. Well, yeah, it's Lex Luthor. Um, I'm not going to kill him. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd honestly be nice if they did kill him that way. Mm. It Like, it... I, I don't know. I mean, they, they would bring um, him back. It's it's comics. Yeah, they, they would. Mm. But... There is a major character 
um, a major villain that dies at some point that they do bring back, but I'm not going to say who it is. Mm. Um, well, I guess it would oh, be cool if they okay, killed Lex Luthor <laughs> with kryptonite cancer and then brought him back as a Metallo. He's like a cyborg with a Metallo already exists. Well, yeah, but he can be another this... Metallo. <laughs> Metulo. Yeah. Is that too awkward? Metallex. Uh, okay, so as I was trying to say before, I got mm. sidetracked. Yeah, about the <laughs> um, punchline to the Batman. He seduces episode. Cheetah. Yeah. Well. Wait, what? I'm, I'm how, confused now. Oh, <laughs> Where, I mean, just just because it's funny that he pays off one of the villains to betray all the other villains. Oh, he's rich. Oh yeah, he. Batman wins. <laughs> Batman wins the episode by by saying, "Screw the rules, I have money." Um, he he pays. He pays Ultra Humanite, which is another um, hyper intelligent gorilla. Yeah. Um. He pays him to betray Luthor and then go back to jail. And, and he does. Yeah. Because all, all he, he wants back to do to is jail, like watch rich opera with, shows. With a cushy chair and a good TV. And... Yeah. Humanite is just the kind of guy that's like... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I could that's take the over the world. Choice. But... Yeah, yeah. Like, he... He's a type of villain that's actually like, oh... They're le- they're keeping me in a fucking minimum security prison with, um, like books and opera. Yeah, <laughs> like and, and ruling the world the is such fuck? a pain in the ass. It's like I just want to hang out. Yeah, pursue the arts. Also, Batman punches the Joker, and it's a very good punch. Mm. Because the, the Joker shows up in the Injustice Gang episode uh, out of nowhere. Yeah, and just so we can get basically tells Lex, like, yeah, I, I mean, like, he doesn't really do much. Mm. He's just, like, another antagonistic force. Um, yeah, but, it's because it's the Batman-centric episode they had yeah. to bring in Joker. Yeah. There is a much better, um, well... I don't know if I'd say it's a better episode, but it, it's a better Joker episode that I, I'm pretty sure is in the second season. I'm pretty sure it's not an Unlimited, so... Yeah, I mean... Um, it would have to be in the second season. Like, I remember there was one in the second season where I think they went to like another Earth where the Superman there had uh, lobotomized all the villains, and I think there was a Joker in that one. But that's the only one I remember offhand. Uh... Yeah, um, Joker might have been one of the ones where that, yeah, where Superman um, goes crazy and decides to, ba- like, basically take over the world. Yeah, like he he instills new laws and everything, and he lobotomizes anyone who doesn't agree with him. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm looking it at It is the a very good way to the, take care of Doomsday though. Yeah. Looking at the names of the season two episodes and But they're all so vague, I can't tell if any of these are Joker episodes. Um Yeah, there, there's there's one two parter. 
um, where Joker is the main villain, and it it's it's pretty good. Mm. I mean, like I don't I don't remember any like outright bad episodes of Justice League. Like, yeah, there's the awkward ones, like the <laughs> the 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 feminist episode, mm. which has really weird messages or like the rushed the, ending the, on the, the metamorpho oh yeah the, yeah metamorpho was another one where it's like we have all these characters let's introduce another character and make the episode about this guy yeah it, it's it's a fine episode but like that there's nothing great about it mm. i mean yeah, like it, I mean that one. That one yeah, was like they, very fo- like it, it had kind of a subplot for John Stewart, but mostly it was about Metamorpho on that one. Yeah, it's like like most of John Stewart's um, stories, like just like they they mention his life before it was a Green Lantern, but they never really go into it. Mm. Because in 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 the one where he goes on trial, like they they show him walking down um, the like the streets of a city where he grew up, yeah, and, and like meeting people he knew, but they they don't really go into that. Like, um, the World War Two, World War Two, yeah. yeah, like they they mention that he was a a Marine before um, he joined the Green Lanterns, yeah, but they they don't really go into that that much either. Yeah, like I think didn't they show and, like a uh, photograph the, of like the, Vietnam or something? Um, I don't. So I want to say like based on the so. like well, well maybe maybe I'm misremembering. They 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 did show pictures of um him and the the metamorpho guy before he transformed. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of that one. Were apparently in the Marines together. Yeah, I mean, I want to say something about like the the setting and the like type of military gear they were wearing looked like vietnam to me it it might have been i i i don't remember to be honest mm. um i i honestly don't know how old he's supposed to be yeah i mean i don't even know if the show is set in the it, 2000s when it came out or if it's supposed to be a different decade I mean the 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 timeline has never really been um, consistent yeah. because in in Batman um, it, it it seems to be like a nineteen fifties sixties era. Oh yeah, because they got like, gangsters um, and stuff running around. Yeah, and then Superman is like futurist, like near future. Um, but then it crosses over almost. Yeah, and and Justice League appears to meet in the middle where it's like I guess it's early two thousands because um, Morgan Le Fay and Mordred use a, a computer with the internet mm. and <laughs> Mordred's playing Doom. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's definitely after World War Two because World War Two is in the past. <laughs> we know that much. Yeah. Are there any other historical uh, events that they mention? I don't. I can't think of any off the top of my head. No, I mean, like they do the whole 
you know, superhero fantasy world thing of, like, any president that shows up isn't, like, an actual historical president. It's all fictionalized, so it, so it's not, you know, specifically set in any time period. Except Lex Luthor, we actually have had Lex Luthor as president now, so mm. that's uh, but that's fun. Mm. But that doesn't have a specific, you know, decade necessarily tied to it, or does it? Yeah, because I mean, because it's still I, um, a character in no. the world. Like we don't have a President Bush showing up or President Clinton showing up to say like, oh yeah, it's that decade. No, like they. They're all, they're all fictional. Just like like in the MCU, yeah, it's like President it, Ellis. There's no actual he's named after Warren Ellis, but he's not based on any existing yeah. president. Yeah, like in in Iron Man era, it was supposed to be like, oh, this is the real world, except Iron Man exists, and then. Um, Avengers was successful and they were bought by Disney and it's like no <laughs> we don't want any of that please yeah. uh, but, but anyway um, what episodes haven't we talked about yet um, I mean are we going to end um, talking explaining the World War 2 thing that we've been talking about well, we'll lead up to it and probably forget it I mean what <laughs> other episodes were there I don't have uh, the list on here there's um in Blackest Night. Okay, that where, was the trial one. Um Yeah, that was the one where John Stewart, Green Lantern, goes on trial for blowing up a planet yeah, he, on accident. Like he shot shot at a guy who reflected the beam and then a whole planet blew up from it, and John thought that was the thing he actually did, but it, it wasn't. And nobody actually investigated the to planet. To see that the planet was still there. <laughs> to, and there's to, just a to see. big smoke screen over it. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, the Green Lanterns are I mean, so thorough like, when they work. They're having... They patrol all of space. They're, they're having a, they're having the trial on a on a planet in the same solar yeah. system. With a bunch of Green Lanterns and, and, has, like, investigated. and the Guardians of Oa in attendance, who are all people who can... Yeah. So they were all... Yeah, I mean, John was right to be mad at them, because they were all pretty quick to turn on him, without even looking into yeah. it. I mean, he did also just turn on himself, but, I mean, that's mm. understandable, I guess, considering that he saw well, it happen. Yeah, he was... He he saw a planet blow up. But, but yeah, that... I, I, for, I forget all, all of their names, except Kilowog. Hmm. But the the little ball guy, the the ugly Kirby, um, yeah, <laughs> he was a, he's a dick. They didn't have the squirrel one though. No, maybe maybe later there yeah, are. I think was was Kilowog the only crossover with the Duck Dodgers ones. Um, uh, I think so. Because I think Duck Dodgers had Kilowog, the squirrel, and one of the female ones. Or no, two. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I should say this because <laughs> because it's kind of spoilers for later in Justice League, mm. but yeah, it's fine. 
had like all, all of the twenty year old show. All of the like named Lantern Corps just dies <laughs> at the beginning mm. of an episode. <laughs> like they they all just eat it at once. But it wasn't Hal Jordan's parallax killing them. No. Or was it? It might have been Sinestro. Oh. Um, it, uh, the only reason I'm saying this is because it, it's it's kind of weird and out of nowhere. Like it's just it, if I remember, it's just it starts an episode and all of a sudden, like all of the named Green Lantern Green Lanterns that aren't human just die. Yeah. I guess they were just like, hey, are we ever going to make a Green Lantern animated show in this universe? Uh, no? Okay. Let, let's kill them all. They, they could make a show from any of these characters except maybe Martian Manhunter um, and it would be very good. Or it, it would have the potential to be very good. I mean, I don't know what they would do with a Hawkgirl show. Like, she's a fun character, but they didn't establish all that much of like yeah. things relating to her. She... She doesn't really, like, her character doesn't really come through until Unlimited, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, and, like, Martian Manhunter, like, the intro movie was his yeah. thing. And after that, he's pretty well done. Yeah. And after that, he has moments like, oh, I don't really belong here. Um... Yeah, or like, oh, there's an illusion of my dead wife. I'm gonna follow yeah. it, even though I know my wife is dead. And aside from that, they, he's basically just a, a walkie-talkie. Uh, like mm. he's the he's the the psychic one that communicates with everybody from across the, like from one side of the planet to the other. Yeah, he he's DC's the vision. Yeah. Maybe that's why in, in Unlimited, like, I don't think he ever fights. <laughs> like, I think he's just stuck in the Watchtower mm. the whole time. Oh, yeah, I mean, Unlimited, they had a million new characters, so... Yeah. They they didn't need to start making up more stories for him. Yeah, like... They... I, I think it's obvious that they, they really liked Jon Stewart and really wanted to push him um mm. um oh yeah because the, the they had season. a batman show and a superman show at that point yeah. so focusing on like green lantern and like wonder woman got to do a lot of stuff but a lot of her stuff was like fish out of water confused about well, what's going on and why stuff yeah wonder woman does get better too um as she gets more comfortable in the world, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably just from, like, the screenwriting process, when they put her in, it's like, okay, this is going to be the character who has to ask why such and such thing is happening because she's not from here and she doesn't know why, and then someone can explain it and, by extension, explain it to the audience. Yeah. And it and it seems like Flash is just there to make things awkward. <laughs> Yeah, Flash is there to make a quip or a joke or something, and then someone yeah. rolls their eyes at it. Yeah, 
Like, I, they they make Flash... So breaks the tension. Yeah. They, they make Flash supportive to a fault. Like, um, mm. like when Wonder Woman gets exiled from the mascara. And he's like, what the fuck? This sucks. And Batman has to pull him aside and be like, don't make this about you, asshole. <laughs> like, don't... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, the episode that was most about Flash was, like, the Grodd one where he gets mind-controlled and punched out and then ends up, you know, having a clever idea to, like, reverse the polarity of the the brain thingy yeah. so that he'll, you know, be like, yeah, go ahead, take control of my mind again. Oops, that didn't work because I, uh, he, I flipped your switch, so you fried your own brain. He outsmarts a genius is... Um... Yeah. yeah, yeah. By by playing so, well, I mean, he he brings like it's not like sometimes he is dumb, sometimes he's clever, but everybody thinks he's dumb because he has such a reputation for being dumb. Yeah, he he brings Grodd down to his level, <laughs> um, and then yeah, and then beats him with experience. Is <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then Grodd, like, Grodd fried his brain, but then they have the stinger at the end where it's like, oh, actually, he's not. He's just pretending. Yeah, he, uh... It, like, knocked him out for a while, but, you know, after be- they lock him up in the zoo... He becomes, like, a regular the, villain. The zoo for gorillas that they have in the... Yeah. <laughs> in, in the gorilla city, they have a zoo for gorillas. Yeah, like, regular-ass dumb gorillas. Um, yeah. I, I guess it's like a mental institution. Um, I don't know. Of putting him in a cage with a tire swinging yeah. and a banana. <laughs> and giving him bananas. Yeah. But it is weird that like the, the Gorilla City was that hyper-advanced technology, but it's only one city, apparently. It's a... a the, there's... I don't know. It's just it's weird that like the gorillas could be that advanced, but also that limited in in their population. Would Would you want to build a whole other city just to put it in an invisible um, force field? Well, I mean, it's like they're they're that advanced, but they have to hide every. It's like, well, have they just been building up this one city in secret, while knowing that you know if if it ever became known, then they'd have to fight a bunch of humans and probably beat them but it would be a pain in the ass so it's not worth the trouble yeah I don't know I mean I gir- it, gorillas probably it, could take over the world if they wanted to so yeah like um, it, it's another one of those things that doesn't hold up to scrutiny and you're not supposed to think about yeah, um, yeah I mean Justice League is kind of weird because they, like, they fully embrace like all the goofy shit that that they printed in like Silver Age and Golden yeah. Age comics, but also they 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 go to darker places um, that that they do mm. um, from like the I, I guess what late seventies and eighties on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because we talked about the Aquaman episode last week and him cutting his hand off to save his son. Yeah. And 
And honestly, it's just as intense as I remember. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. He, I mean, he is. It, it was weird in those episodes because they couldn't show blood. Because like, even yeah. aside from like he cuts his hand off off screen, but there's other parts where like there's sword fightings and stabbings and slashing and no blood because yeah. it's a kid show. I mean, he he's got tough fish skin, so um, I I mm-hmm. guess he he doesn't bleed. His scales just got a. Uh, ruffled mm. yeah so i guess that made it really hard to cut his hand off <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well um don't think about it <laughs> yeah I, I i think the only episode we haven't talked about is the etrigan one which like yeah i mean like we did a really... little you know with the. uh, uh <laughs> The, the computers and stuff and like yeah. etrigan it's an episode like it sets up etrigan but also he's kind of a side character because he's just being a dick to everyone yeah yeah i i i, I think jason blood was in batman at one point but i, I don't know it's been a while mm. if but he was they seem it to was know each season other four because like, i mainly I watched season one to three as a kid but yeah, I, I don't I don't think he ever actually like turned into Etrigan. Um, mm. But But Batman wasn't surprised by him becoming Etrigan, so he knew about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. It has been forever since I've seen Batman the animated series, and there's probably too many episodes to to watch. It'd take like four months. I mean, I, 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 I know for sure if he was in the show, it must have been in season four after the art style flipped, because I don't remember him being in the first three seasons with the original art style. Yeah. Yeah, the original art style that actually um, looked unique and had facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, no, when, when it got to, like, uh, Batman the new animated series and Superman the animated series they they went more stylized probably because it was cheaper and that's still the style they're yeah. doing in Justice League yeah J- Justice League was a good um, combination I, I think because like you could see like you could just see in, in the Joker um, like the way the Joker looks he he is expressive, but like he doesn't have that giant mouth like he had in uh, the animated series. Mm. Like, like the, they they obviously based his design off um, the the early seasons, um, yeah. and just just made it easier to <laughs> animate, probably. Yeah, I mean, actually, I thought his design kind of reminded me of the Return of the Joker version, like the Batman Beyond movie. Which I guess would have come out around the same time as Justice League was coming out. Yeah. Um, to Google. Diddle-a-loo. Um. But otherwise, that Etrigan episode was mostly a Martian Manhunter one, I think. Because it was like he was the one being tart. Because he tried to psychically you know, snoop on what's your face the evil sorceress 
and then she Morgan reversed. Lefay. Don't yeah. Don't you know Arthurian well, legend? I do, but my brain is tired tonight. Yeah, um, I I get it. So yeah, and then she flipped the illusion thing and made him think that she was his dead wife or something, and yeah. was manipulating he, him to work for her. Yeah, she she made him think that she could um, bring Mars back. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was going to bring his whole family back, and Etrigan was just yelling at him because he fell for the same back in the medieval yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> J- Jason Blood um, just really betrayed, like, the the Knights of the Round Table for pussy. Like, he, he, he just 100% did. Yeah. And he's never forgiven himself. Yeah, and she already had a kid, and she only cared about her kid. Yeah, like it, at least John is is like, oh my, my wife and two kids and entire civilization. Yeah, <laughs> but, but Jason Blood was like, damn, trade the hot. whole castle. We we can fuck now, right? Nope, you get to yeah. demon now. It's like, damn, what a milf. <laughs> Also, um, Morgan Le Fay has the exact same voice actress doing the exact same voice as Star Sapphire. Mm. <laughs> like, it's not even a little different. Like, they, they, they reuse voice actors a lot in the series. Like, you could, you can tell. Mm. Um, but usually they at least change it up a little. <laughs> but, um, on that one, it's not even. Not even the tiniest bit different. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so now I think we can explain <laughs> the plot oh, of the yeah. World War II episode. Yep. The outro movie to the season. Yeah. So, the plot of the World War II Batman episode... Gets, uh, you know, shut out again. He's a freedom fighter. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they had an alternate reality version, but, like, the original Batman... Because it starts with everybody's on the uh, their spaceship thing heading back to the watchtower. And uh, Batman is aboard the watchtower and then time the timeline shifts and the watchtower's gone and Batman's gone. And now they're on a new version of Earth where Vandal Savage in the past in World War II won World War II and then took over the world with his Nazi army. And Batman, there's a different Batman in this reality who's leading an underground resistance group. Yeah, and he uses guns. Mm. Yeah, because he he's or he he at least he at least threatens to. Because his parents were killed by Nazis in this version, I think, of this resistance version. Yeah, they 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 spoke out and were executed. Yeah. So. Yeah. So he like his. Anti-gun stigma is different in this. He he is anti-fascist now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's trying to overthrow uh, like a whole government. He needs guns for that. He can't just do it by wearing a bat suit. Yeah, that that's <laughs> that's kind of tough. Yeah. He does have an army though, so that's uh, that's yeah. Cool. He's kind of like they're Batman not all children Returns, this time, Batman. Yeah. 
Well, they probably started as children, but they grew up. <laughs> yeah. He probably told them how to kill at a young age. Yeah. Yeah, this is like Dark Knight Returns, but a few years later. And also, he's not old. Dark. He's the same age as Dark Knight Re-Returns. Dark Knight Strikes Again. Also, again. he only trusts Superman after Superman takes his gun from him. Mm. And is like, look, if I wanted you dead, you'd be dead. <laughs> mm. okay. But but yeah, so the, the future is fucked. So the Justice League, except for Batman, goes back in time to World War II, which is when... Vandal Savage took over the world with his Nazi army. Yep. And yep, they because, froze Hitler. Yeah, because he he sent a message back to himself in time that had like the blueprints for advanced weaponry. And so he brought that to like the Nazi High Council and they're like, Oh fuck Hitler, he's a raging idiot. Let's uh, put this guy with all the cool weapons in charge instead. Uh, he also gave himself a sports almanac. So yep. <laughs> he could make millions off of betting off of sports. Yep. Yeah, he gave himself uh, one Bitcoin in the past that he can invest <laughs> <laughs> in the future. <laughs> he told himself to invest in GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> he, he sent himself just you know a big like computer tower that has a bitcoin stored in it and it's data. <laughs> i i have the original bitcoin <laughs> it's a physical coin yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah um or i mean he could even just um, send himself a hundred dollar bill from the future and say this is worth a lot of money now <laughs> yeah yeah, just like oh, here's here's my wallet. It means nothing to me, but to you, it, like you can buy a you can buy a continent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, the Justice League goes to war, yep. and they definitely kill people. <laughs> yep, <laughs> all of them. And Steve Trevor shows up, so he can yeah. be an old timey war hero and then die of old age. In the Wonder, Wonder Woman just is just immediately smitten, <laughs> yeah. like, like the th- throughout the whole season, she's like, "Man, men are weird. I don't fucking get it." Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, she goes back in time, and and it's like just wets her armor <laughs> because Steve Trevor. Yeah, I, and they get to do it, like a Captain America it, it, thing where weird. she doesn't age and he does. Yeah. At least he's apparently not senile yet, so mm. there's that. And at least she didn't have to bring him back using a magical wishing rock to put his spirit into another man's body. Hey, that's a movie I haven't seen yet. <laughs> yeah, the DVD comes out sometime won't. next month, so I will see it sometime next month. I think it's late March yeah. when it comes out. Um... But let's see, Green Lantern's ring runs out of power. Yep. And uh, so he has to rely on his. So he has training. to. Yeah. To beat up the one. He punches out a guy, soldier guy, which who, is nice. Yeah, 
We need an asshole soldier guy to create yeah. conflict so that we can show that John is tough. Yeah. And they didn't make him um they didn't make him overtly racist, mm. but he was kind of implied racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean because yeah. Because if you don't know, Green um John Stewart Green Lantern is black. He like he's he's I, I, I'm pretty sure they, they just used him instead of Hal Jordan because they wanted a black character. Um, mm. But they actually, like, I, I think it just works because he he plays well off of pretty much every character on the team, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, and, like, him is, like, because you know, Hal Jordan isn't as much of a straight man character as John. Like, John Stewart's a lot more no-nonsense yeah. than pretty much any of the yeah. other mainline Green Lanterns who've ever you know held the title yeah because i mean he he can ground any of the other justice league characters but in a different way yeah like because like like you know if he's paired up with flash he's the, the serious one um if he's i mean he actually works pretty well with batman mm. uh, <laughs> Because they're they're both just kind of yeah they're both focused. Hey, let's on, get this done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean he works really well with Hog Girl. I wonder why. Mm. Um, they fucking yeah they, they fucking on the rig. Yeah, he's got a ring. He can take it. <laughs> he doesn't put a ring on her finger. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm, and now I'm just thinking of, you know, what could you do with a Green Lantern ring as a cock ring? I mean, I'm, that's a that's been a parody thing before, I know it has. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Um, all I can think of is the robot chicken sketch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's the, the Lord of the Ring climax with Frodo and um, Gollum. <laughs> mm. And <laughs> I think the the ring falls on Frodo's dick. <laughs> and Gollum like sucks it off. <laughs> and then he, he he gets it off and then he's like, "Oops, I dropped it again." <laughs> I mean, I guess at least he didn't die. <laughs> oh, God. Um. <sighs> well, okay, yeah, but... Uh, so, John Stewart loses his Green Lantern juice, so he proves his combat abilities to go on the B mission yeah. well uh and ball and balls of steel <laughs> yeah is he is he fucking um like tom cruises himself up to a a moving plane mm. and jumps on the landing gear because vandal savage's plan is to bomb america for some reason <laughs> even even though like i don't 
I don't know how he wins World War II by bombing I mean, America instead of Britain. Well, um, I mean, there was something with him. Like, he he stopped D-Day first. I don't remember if he did. Because they, they were supposed to change the timeline so that wouldn't happen. Um, but, like, I remember when, when they were talking, like, Batman, he was saying, yeah, D-Day was a disaster because they had all their super tanks and stuff. And they just, you know, killed all the allies there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if the implication was that they're like that they were during D Day because like they they help in evacuation. Like so, I, I don't know. It, it's I'm I'm just convinced that like they're they're not at a certain point. They're just somewhere between mm. like 1939 and. Yeah, uh, I guess the U.S. was involved at that point, so well, I, mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's like the timeline is altered in any case because there was still an instance of Vandal Savage having advanced technology and being in control of the Nazis, and then them unfreezing Hitler after, so they could continue yeah. the war the way it was the, supposed to be. The timeline just doesn't work, so <laughs> let's just assume it does. Yeah. There's there's a lot of things that don't make sense about this. Like, like okay, so the Justice League saves a bunch of uh, Allied soldiers. Um, that still changes the future, yeah. and in like massive ways. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's. Yeah, like the only you're not supposed to, to think fix about the fu- it. If the if they were gonna fix the future neatly, they would have had to intercept the message that Vandal Savage but sent back to himself yeah. so he doesn't get the message. Yeah. They they would have had to destroy the laptop yeah. before before he gets um, a hold it of got it. Yeah. To him. yeah. But no, um Wonder Woman had to meet Steve Trevor in the present. So um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the Wonder Woman Steve Trevor seems like the A plot of the uh the the movie. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's just kind of awkward in general, mm. but. And it, it's. Kind of cool. Um. But I have no idea what the Blackhawks are. Um. I'm I'm assuming. That that was made after World War Two. Yeah. I don't know if, if they know. just did it as a thing to get Hawk Girl involved to be like, hey, we got Hawk people here too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. But also, um, Superman just just kills a bunch of German pilots. I said I said this earlier, mm. but like he just he visions a, a bunch of planes. Mm. And I mean, nineteen forties planes are are not very survivable. Mm, but I guess that means we can throw Nazis in the category with robots and aliens uh, that are okay to be killed on children's TV shows. Ah, sure. Well, let's go with that. I mean, eh, I don't want to get into it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is weird. <laughs> like the. <laughs> How the standard, you know, of like, like they're not allowed to show killing, but actually they 
they do a lot of killing. Yeah. Because, um, like, they... But they, maybe where it was, occasionally like, the movie have, thing, have... it was, like, in more of a primetime slot than the regular episodes. Yeah. And, like, they, they don't actually show anybody getting shot, but, like, Green... Green Lantern does make one of those, like, wheel tanks backfire. Mm. And, like, there is a guy um, in the cockpit of that of that gun. Mm. Like, like in the gunner's seat um, that definitely blows up. And yeah, I mean, I guess if, if it was a problem, they could just ADR, like, Hey, I saw the guy you got out. Or his parachute ejected. Yeah. <laughs> he he got fired forty feet in the air and had a parachute for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, I got all the people out before I blew that yeah. thing up. <laughs> yeah, I, I you you're just not supposed to think yeah. about it. But I do. Because I mean it's Superman. <laughs> He's not supposed to just go around. Mm. No, like, he should have like, punched the I mean, cockpit open and grabbed their that, neck that and they... twisted. Because snapping necks is the way Superman kills people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. We've already done the yeah. joke. <laughs> I don't want to do it again, Martha. Oh yeah, yeah. If any of them, as he's about to break their neck, mention that they have a mom named Martha, they're off limits. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Martha is the deactivation phrase yeah. for Killer Superman and Killer Batman. Yeah, well, Killer Batman, it, it, like if you say Martha, like he'll probably just—I don't know. Mm. Fuck it, I'm not interested in going down this rabbit hole. We've 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 done it. Too often, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I mean, we're up to two hours, so. Um. Yeah. So, next time we get to talk about, um. The 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 big season two finale, technically a series finale, because Justice League and just Justice League Unlimited are two different things, technically, mm. like. They're the same universe, but they're two different shows. Yeah, I mean, where they ended season, um, like began and ended season one with a movie. I wonder if they got renewed on a season by season basis. So they thought they had to wrap it up, and then they got a season two, which didn't need an intro movie, but did get an outro movie. And then they thought they were wrapping it up, and then yeah. they got renewed for a new series. The, the season two finale goes places, and I'm not going to say where, mm. because I'm going to let you watch. I don't know if you remember. Uh, not offhand. Like, it, it's a status quo shakeup. Mm. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Um, don't read the titles. They might, they may or may not be spoiled. Well, I, 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 I can read the titles now because they're all so vague. Okay, the titles of every episode of season two. Twilight, Tabula Rasa, Only a Dream, Maid of Honor, Hearts and Minds, A Better World, Eclipsed, The Terror Beyond, Hereafter, Secret Society, Comfort and Joy, Wild Card, Star-Crossed. 
Okay, Starcrossed is, is the finale is movie. The yeah. Finale, and it's not. Yeah. Yep. So that means it's a Romeo it's and not, Juliet episode. Um, exactly. Yeah. Starcrossed <laughs> love between um, Green Lantern and Hot Girl, I guess. <laughs> Star Starcrossed love between Joker and Solomon Grundy. <laughs> between Joker and Batman. <laughs> Is well, Zack I mean, Snyder that, always intended. That's not even subtext, though. Like, that's just text. Mm. I mean, come well, on. Well, yeah. Depending on the version, usually <laughs> it's more the Joker obsessing with Batman than Batman with the Joker. We live in a society, Jade. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yep. That quote is in the movie. Yeah, I did see the trailer because I do remember that part at the end of the trailer. <laughs> We live in a society where somebody can genuinely put that in a trailer, and yeah. there's a not insignificant amount of people who genuinely like it. Yeah, I'd say probably a 50% uh, people who are happy to see that, and the other 50% people who thought it was hilarious that they thought that was a serious quote. I I kind of go back and forth on on whether or not Jack Snyder has any level of um what what's the word um self awareness self awareness yeah. yeah and I'm 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 reaching towards no yeah based on know. his like quotes outside of um yeah you know, Batman you know, says fuck yeah isn't that rad so hardcore and edgy we got an f-bomb in there yeah 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 i mean like i think there might be like a limited amount of him i mean it's like he definitely thinks about the choices he makes but beyond the cool factor of it it's some like high school level philosophizing if anything. Yeah, like, it, it's... Because it's like he's he, like he's trying like, to say he... something about the idea of superheroes being a modern mythology, but aside from alluding to other myths in his superhero stuff, like, it's not actually making a point about anything. It's just like, yeah. hey, this myth, the yeah. superhero, they're kind of similar. <clears throat> Yeah, like he he brings up ideas, but he doesn't explore them in any meaningful way. Yeah, and like he has themes, but they're they're so shallow that it, he might as well not. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like even like the Martha thing is like, hey, isn't it cool that these two, like two of the biggest, you know, superheroes in not just the DC universe, but anywhere. These two big supers both happen to canonically have a mom with the same first name. You know, it's like the, you use that as like a moment to try to bridge them together after you've been dividing them apart for the whole thing because it's like a Batman, you know, uh, uh, what was, yeah. yeah. Like that Frank Miller comic yeah. where it's like you want them to fight, but then you want to bring them together. But and so you've got this like, hey, let's make this reference to a trivia 
question that uh it's like oh that's cool their their moms (laughs) have the same first name they're not so different after all you and i yeah and now go fight the sludge monster doomsday and die because that's a reference to another popular comic where superman died you ever find it weird that um they set up Azrael in um arkham city and then in arkham knight batman dies and (laughs) Azrael kind of just fucks off well yeah there there was i think there was like a side plot in arkham knight where you could track down Azrael, but you end up like disproving his theory and then you get in a fight with him and then he leaves <laughs> I just wanted to change the subject yeah. <laughs> I mean, Arkham Knight was also a match Arkham general. Knight was as a game it's fun enough but as a story it was a mess I mean even especially in the time when it came out and they were trying so hard to be like no uh Arkham Knight can't. He he's not Jason Todd, even though he's obviously Jason Todd, and then he, he was Jason Todd. But but people figured it out so quick what that they were like, Batman? no, no, he's a new character. We made him up. Yeah. What other bad Batman shit can we can we just dump on? Um. Um. um Batmite. Should we talk about Batmite? Eh. I mean, like they did. He's he's fine and brave in the bowl. Yeah. Uh, the Batman of Zurin R. Um, the the backup program that Batman put into his brain so that if he ever lost his memory, he would still get to be Batman as a crazy man in a purple, red, and yellow suit running around with a baseball bat clubbing people. <laughs> Which was based on uh, a Batman from another dimension that he met in the Silver Age. And he just is like, yeah, I'll I'll put that as a backup personality inside my brain in case I ever lose my mind. Batman can dodge Omega Beams. Mm. That's just a thing he can yeah, do. Batman sat on Orion's Apparently. chair once and had omnipotence and used it to ask the identity of the Joker and was told there were multiple Jokers. And he was like, what? How is that possible? I never considered this possibility. That there'd be a copycat killer <laughs> who wears clown makeup and I can't figure out their identity. Comics are dumb. Um... Is that, can we end on that? I'd like to end on comics. Yeah, that works. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not a joke, but I, I, I think it works. <laughs> it's an observation we've made many times. It, Usually about Spider-Man, but now yeah. it's about Batman. <laughs> uh, I don't want to cure kryptonite cancer. <laughs> I want to make a giant robot that sends people back in time. Okay, I'm stopping yep. now. See you in two weeks with the uh, Justice League season two. That's the worst way to end a podcast. <laughs>